Hello everyone, welcome to the Charge Shot Games Cast. Be sure to make friends gather around and talk about the games and playing things going on in your lives. Today I have with me, Justin. My mom got a VR headset yesterday. For, wait, Christmas was like three weeks ago. No, like she got it for herself. Oh. We can talk about it later. I just, that, that was my intro. And Ben? Soon may the Willowman come to bring... I can't. I fucked it up. But whatever. I... Sea shanties! Sea <laughs> shanties! Sea shanty TikTok is all the rage. I still haven't do it, done a duet. I just don't know the lyrics. So I'm just like not going to bother. That's, that's why I, I was <clears> practicing <throat> all day yesterday. And I was like, I'm going to do it for the opening for the show. And I fucked it up! But whatever, it's fine. <laughs> And I'm your host, Thomas, and we'll start with Justin this week. Cool. Uh, so yeah, it's been a long time since we've talked about, like, you know, what games we've been playing in the past week. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to talk about the last, like, month's worth of games, but I, I do want to follow up with my mom, got a VR headset. Um, we were playing around with them on Christmas. Like, my brother and I both have the Oculus Quest, and, uh... So we could set up like the, you know, kind of in-room multiplayer. Um, and so we let her try it and she fell in love with Beat Saber, um, which of course, like Beat Saber is great, mm-hmm. but she thought it was like a pretty good, like exercise thing. Um, well, hey, who's hissing? Oh Not okay. God. And, um, so she's like, I, I, I kind of, I kind of want this. Like, I want to get better at it, so we because you know it's got online multiplayer now. So like, it's something that we could all do, kind of at a, as a family or whatever, when we can't really hang out that often. Um. So yeah, she ordered one, and it took like a month to show up because they're stupid back ordered. Um. But yeah, I just <clears throat> I thought it was funny that like I think yesterday uh I got a uh Oculus friend request from my mom. <laughs> <laughs> she fun. has that entered the world of VR. <laughs> Um, but I get it. You know, it's a little more accessible than your average gaming thing. The last thing she loved was the Wii, so it's kind of the next step from that. But anyway, um, most of what I've been playing has been arcade games. Uh, I think since the last time we talked about stuff, I built an arcade cabinet. I don't think I've talked about it on here before. Um, and I found like a you have to the way that the arcade emulator works <clears throat> is. There's, like, a bunch of different ones that are basically, like, different revisions of, like, the MAME uh, emulator. I think it's, I think emulator is part of the acronym, but I don't know what else to call it. <laughs> MAME um, emulator. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, multi-arcade machine emulator or something. I don't know. It's yeah. stupid. But yeah. Yeah. anyway. It's the thing Billy Mitchell um, used to cheat. Yeah. And... So you have to, like, whatever version you use, you have to make sure you get a ROM set that works with that version. And I don't even know what games I wanted, because, like, I like arcades, but, like, my knowledge of that arena is very limited. So I didn't want to have to, like, go through and, like, find each thing individually that, like, friends told me to get. I wanted to just get, you know, a whole thing, and then go through and, like, find some new favorites... You know, make sure all the ones I want are on there, and mm-hmm. maybe also run into some some cool new things. Um, so I found one that had like over five thousand ROMs on it. Loaded that all up, got the arcade cabinet working, and the buttons configured and everything. Um, and so the last like two or three weeks, 
I've been just going through like A to Z on all these games. Um, there's actually some really cool ones. Like I don't remember offhand like anything that's super awesome that I'd never heard of before because some of the titles are kind of generic. But I am planning on doing a video of like my favorite, <clears throat> uh, like not necessarily underrated, but like arcade games that I knew nothing about before. So like you know, no Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter or anything. Um, but like I'm sure there will be some stuff that. Other people are like, oh, yeah, that one's common knowledge, but, like, I'd never heard of. Cadillacs um, and Dinosaurs. That one actually is pretty cool. It is. It, it it was on there, and I was like, oh, man, this is stupid, but I love it. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's, obviously, it's a lot of, like, you know, Pac-Man clones, um, like, vertical or horizontal shooters, uh, beat-em-ups, really weird, like, generic 2D fighters. Um, they kind of start to blur together after a while if it's not like you know the the Street Fighter or the uh the Dark Stalkers like those kind of things that people know about. Like there's some cool ones, but there's also just a lot of trash. Yeah, you can blame um, Street Fighter Two for that. <laughs> I did find the uh the Street Fighter movie game. Oh, that's basically like what if the Mortal Kombat people made Street Fighter? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you have. To, okay, they're like. That game is legit busted, um, cause there's like, there's, okay, I'm gonna give you an idea. Uh, there's a thing you can do where, like, you can do reversals in this game, or counter, counter. So, I think if you do, like, three counters in a row, and you, the AI does three counters in a row, you do a thing called a Slam Master, and, like, the, the enemy's, uh, your opponent's HP bar just explodes. It's, it's stupid. It's just, <laughs> it's, you wanna talk about broken? That game is broken. Uh, also, Akuma's in it for some reason. Yeah, the the character models are. Rough. It's not. Yeah, it's it's not. <laughs> um, it's not great. But yeah, I remember the the bad ones more than the good ones, just because like I deleted them immediately. Uh, but I've narrowed it down quite a bit. Like I said, I started with like over five thousand, and I'm up to the V's now, so I'm almost there. I was hoping to Virtual get fighter, so I can like come on the podcast and be like, I'm done. <laughs> But I just, I made it to the Vs. There's more Vs than I expected there to be. Um, but mm-hmm. Virtua Fighter does work exceptionally well, so that's exciting. Uh, but anyway, there's some games that don't work because, like, it, it struggles with some 3D games and things. Uh, MAME isn't great uh, as far, like, it's, it was created, I think, in, like, 97. And about the, the cutoff for games it can handle is about 97. <laughs> like, it hasn't improved since that... Uh, since that era, but I mean, compatibility and stuff has gotten great. It's just it can't seem to get past that threshold. Um, so to kind of supplement some of those games that don't work, I grabbed some console emulators too. Uh, some of, some of it just because I had a bunch of games. Like I wanted to get like Mario Kart and uh, like I put Smash Bros on like the first Smash Bros because that'd be kind of fun two player. Uh, with an arcade buttons, like, kind of, you know, kind of a weird thing, but... Um, and then I got a Dreamcast emulator, so I could do, like, Crazy Taxi, uh, Soul Calibur, um, MVC2. Just kind of, you know, fill in some of those games that I tried to load on the, uh, in the emulator and they wouldn't work. Um, because it's weird. Like, it's the same game, essentially, but, like, yeah. it's just the emulator runs it way better than the <laughs> arcade version. I don't know. Uh... So yeah, I've been going did through and setting you, all that um, stuff up. Did you get Capcom versus S- SNK 1 and 2? Because I was in the C. Did you grab those? 
Yes. Okay. It's been a long time since okay, I was good. in the CDs, man. Okay, just making sure because those two, especially the I'm second one. I'm pretty sure one, I did, though. Moi. Because there's Perfection. a lot of those crossover well, games that I didn't realize. Like, X-Men versus Street right. Fighter made me really happy when I ran into that the first time. Like, that's yeah, really even cool. even though it's not that good. I liked it a lot. I don't know. No, yeah, I know. It's fine. But, like, if you play the other games, it's like, there's problems with it. Yeah. Um, it's just but, not like, as I good think that's, as I, I, one or... You know, I've only been doing a little bit with each game. But that was, like, the best yeah. Gambit's felt to me, at least. Yeah, don't forget to get Children of the Atom. You're close to the X's, so... Yeah, I, I have that pass- on PS1, maybe? Oh, don't, no, dude, don't, well... The arcade version didn't work. Uh, well, the PS... You may not want to get it at all, then, because I know the, the Versus games on PS1 tend to fucking suffer a lot, so you might want to be careful with that. Well, yeah, That's I remember where I got it, but I did grab it somewhere because the arcade version didn't work. I checked. Mm-hmm. Because um, I was putting a bunch of other games on there, so like I kind of went through like the the ones you'd mentioned specifically uh, to see if they worked, like kind of you know out of order, and then I went back to where I left off. Mm. Um, but anyway, arcade stuff aside, um, I also I finally got my copy of Luigi's Mansion Three. Um, one of my friends got it for me for Christmas, and just like was sitting on it for a while because he has kids and a busy life and forgot. Um, <laughs> So I finally got that last week, and, like, <clears throat> I love that game. It's right? great. Like, I was yeah. never a big Luigi's Mansion fan. I tried to play the first one because I heard it was, you know, well-loved and everything, and it felt kind of basic. Like, I couldn't really get into it. And I never played the second one because I heard it was worse than the first one. Um, yeah. But this one, like, a lot of people were saying, like, they kind of, they streamlined some stuff, and it's, like, it's a little more oh, modernized, yeah. and, like, it's the one to jump into. So I figured... Yes. I'll give it a try. I like Luigi as a character. Like, I want to like the games. And yeah, like, there's a lot to like in this one. Like, oh, I find myself so just, like, walking down the hallway, just, like, sucking up everything. Like, couch <laughs> cushions, whatever. It's it's great. Um, yeah, it's... But, like, there's really cool diversity of puzzles and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm currently on, like, the, the garden floor. Um, like, floor eight or something like that. And I haven't played it in a few days because I got caught up with other stuff. But I think that's, I think it's eight. Uh, and because it's a big hotel for anyone that doesn't know. You're in like a haunted hotel. Um, and like I just had to go through these different like kind of um, like greenhouse themed hotel rooms on this floor. And uh, every now and then you find like attachments for your vacuum. Like you, you basically suck the thing in and then you can use it. And so I found a chainsaw in one of the rooms, and I was just, like, going ham in this room, just, like, cutting everything I could. Uh, And half the time, it's just, like, you get coins or whatever from it. But, like, a lot of time, like, you just try everything. It's almost like a point-and-click adventure game, because you just try everything, and you'll find, like, hidden gems and things like that that you wouldn't have even thought were there. But, like, if on every single thing, like, you, you know, you suck, blow, um, flashlight, mm-hmm. use your, like, dark light, light thing, and, uh, like, um, the plunger sucker thing. Like, just do, like, those five or six things on, like, everything you come across, and you'll find all the secrets. But, like, the the variety of things you could do, like, the way you have to manipulate certain objects, like, I just don't think about it on on first pass. And I'd be like, I guess maybe I get another ability or something? And then I'm like, no, I'm just dumb and didn't do this right. 
Um, so it's one of those games where, like, you have all the abilities you need pretty early on. It's just a matter of, like, training your brain how to use them um, in right. really clever ways. And, like, I wouldn't have expected that because, I mean, you can't even jump in the game, really. But, like, there's so much variety in the puzzle solving and stuff. And it's just, it's it's got a lot of personality. Like, Oh, yeah, that's the best part of it. The the cutscenes and stuff just shine in a way that most Mario games haven't. Um, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, you almost just need to see them in action. Uh, but, like, the way it kind of shows Luigi is, like, the scaredy cat, but, like, still courageous enough to keep going is really cool to me. Yeah. Um, and, like, Plus the, the side characters are a lot of hell. fun. And, yeah, the dog's great. Um, I love the, like, the... I don't know if it's the main villain. Like, the, the chick that runs the hotel. Like, she uh, seems she really is cool. not. She's not the main villain because <laughs> King Boo, King of the Boos is the main villain. Right, that's um, kind of what I think. Alert. Yeah, she's just kind of like the underling. Yeah. But she she's cool though. She's a really cool addition to the mm-hmm. to Luigi to the to the game. And like I've enjoyed the varied boss battles. Uh like I did oh, one yeah. that used the chainsaw again. And like I was just like, yeah! like running after the guy with the chainsaw in my vacuum. Have you done one where you, it's basically like a movie studio set? Uh, I just got to the movie studio. That's right. I finished oh, you're gonna, you're gonna the s- eighth floor. Okay, you're gonna see why that's my favorite one. Oh, I'm sure. I, I quit there thinking I'd get back to it like the next day, and then I haven't had time. So it sucks, but I'll definitely. I'll. I'm sure I'll love it. Um, aside from those, uh, I want to briefly touch on um, back in the VR world. I grabbed, uh, I think it's called Audica, um, because like, I was reading up on some stuff, like, I grab a bunch of custom songs for Beat Saber and stuff, and the place I get songs from, like, it, the songs are apparently compatible with both, both Beat Saber and Audica, and so I was like, what is this game? Like, if I can use the same songs, like, that's pretty cool, you know, I'll, I'll, I can check it out, and then, like, I'll have this whole library that I already have in Beat Saber, and I can, like, kind of compare how the, you know, how the songs play. And it's apparently this, like, kind of first-person, like, dual-wheeled shooter game <laughs> that's also a rhythm game made by Harmonix, like the rock band people. Really? Um, yeah, and it's super cool. That's weird. Like, you have, <laughs> you have a gun in each hand, which is, you know, it is your hand. Mm-hmm. And, like, you point at targets as they, like, meet the, the, the circle. Um, so, like, the, you know, the circle is kind of the timing on your rhythm. And as the circle gets to the right points on the target, uh, you shoot the middle of the target for, like, max points, or you shoot anywhere on the target for less points. So it's like, you have to aim true, and also hit it to the rhythm. And, like, it's not quite, like, the workout that I think Beat Saber is, because <laughs> you're not, you know, flailing your arms around as much or anything. Right. Um, And there's no, like, head movements and stuff, at least as far as what I've seen so far. But it's a really cool mix, and, like, I find myself kind of, like, conducting while playing. Because, you know, you have your guns in your hands. And so, like, you shoot, and then kind of, like, drop, and then, like, come back up with the rhythm, shoot again, drop. Mm. And so you kind of, like, naturally keep the beat with your hands, like, <laughs> as you're shooting. And it's it's just a really satisfying feeling. Um, And so, like, there's... E- each hand is a different color. So, like, you know, whichever hand you have, you you have to hit that target. Which is kind of tricky with the left hand, because I'm not dominant with that hand. 
So, like, you have to be able to shoot just as well with both hands, and it's a little tricky. Um, and then there's some things that are, like, you know, you have to hit the same, uh, like, hit, hit at the same time. Um, there's some where, like, you hold the trigger button down and kind of, like, move them to, uh, to wiggle the, the rhythm or whatever. Um, like, the hold notes. And, yeah, there, there's some, there's some really cool stuff there. Um. I really didn't get to spend a lot of time with it yet, but I wanted to give it a shout out because like I've really been enjoying these uh VR rhythm games. Um because I have the space in the basement to kind of spread out, like with my uh with my Guardian. Uh I think yeah, I think that's what it's called. The space you have to play in. <laughs> um it's so, like with Beat Saber, I'll like I'll I move. Like <laughs> um this one I wish was a little bit more movement focused. It really is more of like a, a shooting game. Um, but it's still got some really catchy songs and I like the way the rhythm plays into it. Uh, so I think it's going to be kind of like my, my cool down after Beat Saber, you know? It's um, not as intense. Yeah. But like I've been doing some expert songs in Beat Saber, not to brag. Um, I need to get back I, to it, man. I don't get like S ranks or anything in expert, but like <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm getting there. Because, you know, my mom got it, and she's like, I'm going to have to practice so I can keep up with you. And I'm over here an expert. Like, yeah, okay. Sure <laughs> you will. You're a Jedi Master. She's like <laughs> a little puddle. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, I mean, she is a dancer, so, like, if anyone mm. can catch up, it's going to be her. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that, that's that's most of my stuff. Uh, I've kind of just been, like, swarmed in the arcade world lately, for the most part. Ah... Uh. What? Fucking Hades. It's all I played <laughs> is fucking Hades. Um, so, uh, obviously we talked about last year was number two, uh, for a game of the year for me, but I can't stop playing because I technically haven't beaten it yet. Um, surprisingly, and the one thing I've, I've noticed is that I have yet to get, like, super salty over the, whether it's early on or, like, super at the last possible fight. Like, it's, it's, at least I think, I don't know, maybe this game is on the fucking curveball, uh, ahead of me, but, God, it's just so good, uh, I'm doing, most of my run success so far, I've decided to, at first I did a couple of the other weapons, like the sword, I had some good runs with the sword, the gun sucks, I'm sorry, maybe it doesn't suck and you have to have the right, the right boons with it, but like, maybe I'll try to make that work at some point, but I've been making it work with the fists of tight, the fists of something, the, 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 the brawler weapons. I love those things. Um, especially when you get, uh, Daedalus's hammer to, uh, extend your reach so you have a longer reach so you're not having to get as close to enemies. But even though I, I, I get that, I'll still do, do my favorite. I'd love to dash punch people like crazy in that game, like on Balrog. Um, uh, so, the biggest hurdle I run into so far is, and I'm gonna spoil who you fight, um, when you get to elite, so there's four areas. Thankfully, there's only four areas. There's, um, Tartarus, the base level, then there's, um, Asphodel, which is the f- flames. Uh, in Tartarus, you fight one of three Furies. Uh, either Meg, who is, has a very, uh, history with, uh, our, our main hero, hero? Not really, I guess? Protagonist and Zagreus. Then you meet her sisters after a while, and God, they're they're fucking they're a fucking trip. Uh, and it's funny <laughs> how every now and then Zagreus will guess. I'm like, oh, I bet it's Tisiphone this time. Uh, and he's like, hmm, I guess I was wrong. And it's uh, Electo who's the other one. 
Um, and after that, you go to the Plains of Asphodel. That's the fucking bone hydra that's god. Sometimes it's, it's super easy. I can breeze through it depending if I have the right boon. And then its head will change between the other one, two, three, six heads, I think, that you fight. And each will do like a different AoE attack. And god, the one I hate the most is when it spews lava. Cause that shit gets everywhere and it does constant damage. And you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta take out the other heads before you can damage it. Most of the time I can get there. Uh, through there with like not having uh, uh, losing a death defiance. So the good thing about this game is that once you uh, initially early on you die once you're gonna die you're going to lose. Uh, you get these little purple gems, jewels, whatever that are basically the power of darkness. And through the mirror, through the, this dark mirror that's through your stepmom Nyx, you can power up yourself through certain aspects. And one of them is through a thing called death defiance, which basically allows you to survive. And keep going. The more you upgrade it, you get more, you get up to three. That's the max. And then you increase your HP. So I think the highest you get is 50% per resurrection, which is, which is good. Uh, so I just unlocked my third one. So, and right before we fucking stopped, I was on a run, uh, and I made it to Elysium with still three intact. But the, the as for, Acidal is not a problem for me. Sometimes areas in Acidal can be a problem because the areas are so small sometimes. And it's all lava. You'll get continuous damage for lava if you stand to it for too long. Not too much, but then you get gangbanged by everything else. It's Elysium that can be the big uh, breaker because that that uh, area has like uh, these soldiers, like because they're fall they're fallen heroes. It's where the heroes would go in Greek mythology for their eternal rest. It's paradise, uh, at least it's supposed to be. Um, and God, the enemies they throw at you—they'll have regular base enemies that either have a shield; those are the most annoying because you get to hit them from the back, uh, a spear or a bow or a sword, and then you have to kill like this like larval form of theirs. Otherwise, they respawn, and you have to kill them. And they don't have a lot of HP, but sometimes in the chaos, it's hard to see. Ah, uh, but then the fight to when you you have to so unlike the other two where it's like a one technically a one on one, the bone hydra is technically six on one, but it's whatever. In this one, to get past uh, uh, Elysium, you have to fight the Bull of Minos, who's very articulate. Like he's he's very he's a very cool character. Um, and then he also has to fight the Great King of Athens. I think his name is Asterius, something like that. Whatever. Who gets it? He's a cock- He's a caucus asshole. Um, and it's like it's it's like the big big and smallest fight from Dark Souls, where it's like two on one. I'm like, no, you son of a bitch. And it's like, it can, it can be so hard because, uh, um, the bull will constantly charge you and do wide attacks with its axe. And then meanwhile, uh, the fucking king of Athens over here is like he- hiding from you, throwing his spear long range and it's very hard to dodge and there's so much chaos going on. But I've gotten past him several times. I've made it to the final boss. The thing that pissed me off is that, or not piss me off, but like it kind of annoyed me is like, I thought I did it. I, I got Hades. You fight Hades at the end. Spoiler. You fight your dad because he really doesn't want you to leave. <laughs> and I beat him. I was like, I even texted it in our Discord, our private Discord. I'm like, I did it. And then I turned to the TV. Wait, what? And then I died because I wasn't paying attention and I had little health. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> um, it's a second form. He's basically like, I'm done toying with you, son. I'm like, come on. Just let me go, please. Frieza. Um, exactly. But the cool thing is after you initial, I, I'm pretty sure after you get to, oh, real quick, before you fight Hades, you have to go through this area called the Temple of Sticks. Now the Temple of Sticks is either going to be very short or very long. So Cerberus is in your way. And at first I thought, oh no, don't make me fight the dog. Cause you can constantly pet the dog. You can talk to Cerberus. He's adorable. Even though he's a three headed dog that guards the gates of hell. 
it's it's but like he's like no i'm not gonna fight him i'm gonna go get this seder sack and you have six rooms that you can go through and any one of those rooms holds the sack that can basically make seder make service go away so if you get guess the first room right congratulations you're good. But God, sometimes I think I've done it where I've four, I've cleared four rooms and died on the fourth room and I didn't even know if it was in there or not. So it's, it's basically choose your test your luck kind of thing. Um, but the cool thing is after, and I didn't mean that as a pun because after your initial trip to the surface to the final area to fight Hades, you unlock a new god, a new goddess, I should say. You unlock, uh, Demeter, uh, the goddess of seasons and she's like in her winter mm. incarnation. Oh boy, her stuff is awesome. Uh, she has like she basically gives cry out. She basically gives, you know, ice. Uh, her cast basically shoots like has a crystal that comes out that constantly shoots a beam. Um, I love figuring out stuff. Like my so far, my favorites are Ares with his. Uh, if you like, he basically has a sight that'll come out, and that'll either be your dash, your upper attack, or your cast. Uh, I love having Zeus's call because it's just lightning bolts everywhere. Um, <clears throat> Athena, uh, I love Athena too, just because she can give you she, her moves can either protect you from traps or she can her your attacks can deflect things, which depending on the boss you're fighting is very very helpful. Um, like I just love trying to mix and match and stuff like that. It's so good. Um, and trying to see what will work and like, okay, and playing the gamble. Do I go to the gates of chaos and take a hit and maybe get something even better? Or do I just keep turning along and go get this health uh, extension over here and then, you know, just trudge along safely? Um, I don't think there's a wrong way to do it. It's just sometimes your, your skill will ultimately determine that. I'm so fucking close though. Like, that's the thing. I, I, I want to be done with this game. I want to put it down, <laughs> I, but I can't until I fucking defeat my dad. Um, like, I don't really have anything else to talk about other, other, than, a, other than Hades. Yeah. Um, I have a devil-related question. Yeah. Uh, can you challenge him to a fiddle <clears throat> battle? No, no, you can't. Uh, okay. he's, he just straight he just straight he just straight Hades is pretty much sick of your shit the entire time. It's like, <laughs> and, but the one I thing there that might be a loophole, you know? No, no, there's no he's loophole. Not, he's, he's not a devil. He, you know, he's Hades he's, is he's, the he's, devil. He's not no, he's the not. devil. Um yeah, that's different. Um but the one thing that doesn't make me salty, and this is gonna be minor spoilers for character stories, but uh one of the one of the other characters you can find out early on is about a court musician named Orf, uh, Orpheus. Uh and the only reason I know that name is because I read Sandman and Orpheus is basically a dude who's like I think his wife was killed, and he's like, I will go into Hades. I will get her back. And he does. And Hades actually says, okay, you can, t- she can go with you, but you have to walk, you walk out of my realm, you look behind once. She's mine and you're mine. And in Sandman, I never read the original tale, but in Sandman, he like gets to the entrance and he hears her voice and he turns around and then she's gone. <sighs> and then he gets, and he gets eaten alive. So they're pretty much separated. They can never touch again. Um, so Damn. you meet, you meet Eurydice, uh, initially. You don't know if she's connected. And she, oh my god, I love her so much because she can basically, uh, she gives you three choices, uh, of characters, uh, things you can, she can either give you like, your next boon will be more rare. I always go for this thing where she increases my, um, 
uh, the levels of, of, of the abilities I have, because it's always useful, because she does them for all of them. So if you only have one, she does for that one. But if you have, like, every single thing checked up, they all go up one level. And that's awesome. And it's even better when you've leveled them up yourself if you've gotten that lucky. Um, and then, uh, and then also this, and so, like, basically, like, you're kind of, like, rekindling their relationship. But also, you can't because they can't touch because Hades won't let them touch because they signed a contract. It's weird. But, like, an awesome other thing, uh, you meet... Thanatos, the god of death, and there may or may not be something going on between Thanatos and Zagreus. Like, there's like strong, like, they did a thing, which I'm kind of hoping that's the case. Um, but then also, like, I think, I think Zagreus is just bisexual, honestly, because then, like, with the Fury Megara, like, there, there was, there's history there based on how she talks to him. Um, but my favorite so far has been with Achilles. Uh, you meet Achilles early on, you know, the legendary hero himself. And when you get to Elysium, uh, each area kind of has like a, a, a uh, like a a, 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 special character you can meet. You really see in the first one. I can't remember the f- guy in, in, um, in Tartarus, but he can give you like either more coins, more, more darkness, or more, or health. He's basically, or I use him always as a free health, unless I'm full at that point, which given my abilities lately, I'm pretty much am whenever I meet him. Um, and then you meet Patroclus, uh, in, uh, in Elysium. And he's pretty much like bored, and he's like, "This is what we earned for." And you learn that Ach- he was close to Achilles. Uh, I think he's actually like that's a character in Troy. So like he was very like I think he he dies in in Troy, and you can hint that they were something more. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they were lovers. I have no idea. They kind of like Achilles doesn't want to talk about it, but like that's why I don't mind dying because then that just means I could go back and maybe find something new about them. And like Zagreus mm. is constantly trying to do, even though he's trying to leave this, he's still trying to fix things like there. Um, oh, this game is just so fucking good. Like, I imagine I'm gonna put it like hard down when I beat it because there's gonna be a, there's not gonna be an if, there's gonna be a when. It's a matter of time. <laughs> now that yeah. I have the three, uh, the three death defiances, I'm pretty much guaranteed. I think because I've gotten Hades down to like thirty percent with no. Death Defiance is when I bought two. So my strategy is if I can just keep them three up to that point, I'm okay. Um, it's just, it's just those champions of Elysium just give me such a hard shift just because it's so chaotic. And if I don't have the right buffs, uh, it's really hard to, uh, to battle with. Um, Hades himself is not a pushover, of course, but, ah, uh, they, they, god damn, this game is good on so many levels. The fact that like I've done this for like 30 hours, the same rooms. Uh, I think the fastest I've ever got, I've gotten to the peak, uh, the out, the outside is 20 minutes. That's my fastest time so far. Not beating it, of course, is probably being like another 25, 30 minutes, but still, that's, that's crazy that I, I can do it that fast. Like, Cause like now with all your, almost all your abilities maxed up and you know how to manipulate things, um, uh, except for the boss, at least, um, you know, TARDIS is a, is a walk in the park. It's just oh, a lot of the enemies just die in one punch. It's it's hilarious. Um, one punch. Yeah, yeah. But that's all. That's all I've been playing. I have not like outside outside of streaming Chrono Trigger and stuff like that. Which God, thank you guys for coming to that stream. That was so fucking awesome. Like ah, oh, made me so happy that people are enjoying the Chrono Trigger stream. That was that was sick. Um, and then Al Alboy's been fun too, minus my lethargicness on the first stream. Um. But I, I think I think I'm doing service to that game. I, I think I think I'm making it see why it's appealing to me. Uh but yeah, that that's it. I I'm I'm hoping I'm gonna beat uh 
Hades before next week, but we'll see. Because I, I want to move on to other things now, man. I'm tired. Just <laughs> let them rest. Um, so the only thing that I've been really been playing for this past week is uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Because I finally platinum the game. Nice. It's my first platinum. Woo! Ever? Yeah. I've never platinum a game before. What? Yeah. So I'm pretty ha- I'm pretty like I platinum the game before you did. That's weird. <laughs> I was like uh, when I when I was playing PlayStation, I just never cared for the trophies, right? Hmm. Um I mean, I think my first platinum was like a Telltale game because those are just for completion. So, yeah, like, and I play those on like you know, Xbox. So Right. I I yeah, I, I've like I've a hundred like I got a thousand gamer score before in a game. Like did all the achievements. <laughs> But I've never gotten like a platinum in the game. Okay. Um, I thought you platinum Dastro for some reason. No, not yet. I still have a few okay. more to go. Uh, gotcha. but yeah, that's my first platinum. Super, super excited about that. And uh, yeah, it's still that's still a kick-ass game. Um, one of my clan members has it now, and we're planning to do the legends. Um, which is the multiplayer oh. in this game. Yeah, and it's completely different from the uh from the base game, which is. The multiplayer is like a class-based system, so there's like I think four different classes or something that you can pick from, and you go through your level. I played a little bit of it; I didn't play much. I kind of want to play that. Like, is it okay to play if you haven't really like jumped into the single player at all? I haven't touched it, so I don't know. Okay. Um, I also don't know if we it's can play not. The same you're time, gonna you're so. gonna have your experience. <laughs> no, no, no. We can't. We can't because I own the game. You don't know. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Um. I, I I would I'm I'm gonna say if you, I think you should just play the single player game because then you'll enjoy the multiplayer that that much more. He's not he's not enjoying the single player, but um. Uh, so e- even late in the game, I kept getting new abilities. Like I got this latest like the last ability I got was uh to make the game become black and white and then just like one shot dudes. It was great. So, like, after a kill combo of, like, five guys, you'll get this ability. I think, I can't remember what it's called. It's Ghost something. But, yeah, it turns all black and white. The sound gets, like, intense. And then you can just one, one slice guys. It's great. You can do that for up to three guys. Um, it's so much fun. Uh, also, I got the ability to actually, like, assassinate uh, leaders now. Like, before, you could only do a critical strike. But you can actually straight up murder them. And the way you do it is... You just like appear up behind them and slice off their head like clean slice, and uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, and uh, my uncle didn't uh, find that too uh, thrilling because he's like, honor and shit. You're a samurai. Don't disgrace us. And it's like, <laughs> fuck you. We were trying to get rid of Koto Khan, man. We need to get him out of here. Um, for Mortal Kombat, not Koto Khan. Koto Khan. Ko- Koten Khan. Oh. Yeah, it's a UN. My bad. Um, okay, that's better. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, they're the cons, the Mongols. Um, yeah, I completely liberated. I didn't know the Mongols made it to Japan. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, they they almost took over Japan. Um, Crazy. in real in real life, they a- a- yeah, in real life they actually took over uh, a few of the islands before getting to the mainland. Um, Damn, I only thought they were just a like chi- mainland China. I didn't know they made it to Japan. <laughs> Jesus, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Um, but in the video game world, uh, we actually kicked their ass and send them back to China. Yay! <laughs> um, but they always say, like, uh, that's not the end of it, you know? Like, there's going to be more coming. So I assume there's going to be a sequel, and it's not going to look good for Tsushima. Um, Last mission, survive. <laughs> right? 
It's a it's a it's a Halo Reach last mission. Um <laughs> Yeah, what else? Uh yeah, it had a really like it had a really stereotypical samurai ending where you're facing off against your uncle because he's like, You disgraced our family. The shogun are not gonna like this if I accept you back. Um they'll kill me. Uh so like we had a fight at the end. And there's actually a choice. You can actually spare his life or kill him. Uh I was just reading out the differences of what I wanted, like what rewards you get at the end. Uh, and the in the skin that you get at the end is actually better if you kill him. So I killed him, which he preferred. And if you don't kill him, he like gets mad at you for not killing him, which is kind of funny. It's like, yeah. But I guess it's all honor, you know. Well, it's like you disgraced him, like fin- yeah. finish me. You, just, yeah. yeah. They're very big on honor over there. Uh, but yeah, it's still, it's still a great game. Still love it. Uh, if I replay it again, I'm going to be playing it in black and white mode. So, oh, mm-hmm. that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And there's also an incentive to do it. There's more trophies. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. And there's also more trophies for the, for the multiplayer. So I'm interested in playing that. So you got the platinum, but there's more trophies just for playing in black and white. No, there's more trophies for doing a new game plus. There's more trophies for doing the multiplayer stuff. Like it's like the instance where the base game you complete all the trophies and you get the the platinum, but then they added it on DLC and other new things. So they added trophies for that. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um. But yeah, that's basically it. Uh, The only other thing I've been playing is really is Picross, and you guys don't want to hear about that. Old man. (laughs) Old man, my puzzle games. (laughs) <laughs> alright so before we head on into the news let's go and do a quick ad break uh, Justin Great. to answer your question Gra- Virtual Fighter Kids I think it's literally just I think it's Virtual Fighter 2 but the characters are chibi Grab yeah it. it it barely worked anyway so I deleted it but it Aww. looked rough it was fun I had it <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's Remix, like, I think, is a redone version of the first one. I think it looked the same, except it also didn't work. Like it was super, super oh. chuggy. So I just have the first one. It works perfectly. Did see, but did you get Virtual Fighter Two? That's the better one. It's not on there. How is it not? How is Virtual? Well, Virtual it's, like, fine, it's all but... alphabetical, and it's by file name. So it could be like I just I went down to Virtual. So it's possible that it's under, like, VF2 or something like that, mm. and I, yeah. I missed it. But it's also yeah, possible it's not on there. Yeah, Virtual Fighter 1 is, is great for what it is, but Virtual Fighter 2 is, like, that's the shit. Yeah, I'll, I'll see. If not, I can get it. Alright, uh, and we're, we're back. back. Let me just pull up the news here. What news? Uh okay, it's no news. Now? There's no there's no more news. Uh we're going home. A, Good night, everybody. Decent amount of news. <laughs> um no, there's a shit ton of news. Yeah. I don't know. Justin, what do you want to start with? Uh Pokemon Snap. <laughs> there's a new Pokemon Snap. Wait, did we already know that was coming? Yeah. Yeah, we knew. Okay. We just got this a release. release. This just date. gave us a release date and a new trailer. Like basically we got the announcement and then now the release date. That's all we've seen. <laughs> uh, release day is April 30th this year. But, like, this is a good trailer. Like, it shows off a lot more, like, actual gameplay stuff. Um, and there's some new details about, like, how it works. Uh, you're still in a, um, 
on a predetermined path. But you have a lot more, like, uh, manipulation of the Pokemon around you and stuff. Like, it says as you take more pictures, their behavior will change in the courses. So, like, there's actual replay value to go back into those levels uh, to see how um, how they're behaving this time. Um, and you can throw Fluff Fruit, which is kind of a stupid name, uh, to catch their attention. Is that the same and fruit from last the last one? No, that's just apples and uh, pester balls. Which maybe yeah, they wanted to get away from like the negative it. connotations of like you know gaslighting the Pokemon, but <laughs> um, or, like, just gassing, I guess. Knocking out Pikachu with pesticides. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I assume there's probably different kinds of fluff fruit. Um, but surprised they didn't use like the berries from like the main games, honestly. Right. It's- like it's, it feels weird to introduce a new thing, but the, like this is a new region. Um, it is called the lentil region. The lentil region, based on beans. Mm, delicious region. <laughs> um, with the professor Mirror and his assistant Rita. I don't know why they always have assistants now. Uh, and you are on an ecological survey to photograph Pokemon in nature. Um, so it definitely seems like there's a lot more focus on, like, just experiencing them in their natural habitats and stuff. Like, I think there's probably going to be a lot more, like, uh, natural animations and things like that. Because I feel like the first game was very basic. Like, I mean, it was on N64, obviously, so there was that. But, like, every Pokemon had maybe three things that they did at any given time. Um, this seems like it's going to be a lot more, like... Fluid, I guess. Uh, but you're still taking pictures of them to fill out the Pokedex. Um, and there's also Illumina Pokemon that will have like a special glow to them. And kind of the ongoing mystery of the game is figuring out the meaning behind this phenomenon. Um, so I feel like that's going to be similar to the the landmarks in the first game that led you to the Mew chase at the end. Um, but yeah, I mean, the game looks great. Like, I love the art style. Um, I'm I'm excited for it to come out. We still don't have a lot of information, though. Like, at the end of the day, it's Pokemon I mean, Snap. Like, you don't need a lot of information. But still. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, I think it's like, we, it's a, it's, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll find no, we'll find a lot more, probably closer to release, or when we buy the game. Yeah. It's just, we've really no... I, this is technically a first-party game. I was going to say, we really know two first-party Nintendo games coming this year. This and Mario 3D World. That's it. Yes. So, yeah. like, you'd think they would give us a little more information on those. but It's fine. Probably closer to release. I mean, remember, about we just got that Fury trailer uh, this week. Yeah, I and know. And the game does launches in a month. So, like, I think that's That feels weird, too. I don't think so. It's just a month out. It'd be yeah, because either, either you show the trailer, t- either show the trailer too early and then it never comes out. Metroid Prime Four, um, and the, or like you get people's hopes up for nothing, or a month from release when the game's probably ready. They showed the Metroid Prime Four trailer on time with their expectations. 
that changed when the studio didn't deliver, and now it's taking forever. I'm just saying. Yeah. At least Breath that of the Wild 2, I think, was, was shown prematurely. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, so yeah, April 30th. I'm excited. Uh, more Pokemon news is that Pokemon is working with Katy Perry for its 25th anniversary. Yeah, apparently Katy Perry's a big Pokemon fan. Well, she is roughly about our age, so. I know, it's just like, I, grew up. I wouldn't have expected that. I forget, she's like vaguely nerdy, you know? Because she doesn't seem like it. But. Vaguely nerdy. There's Pokemon. Everybody loved Pokemon for a while. But I like other things too. Like she's, like a lot of her, she's had like some music videos that were like anime themed and stuff. Like she's, she's a weird, a weird lady. Um. <laughs> You hear it here, folks. If you watch anime, you're weird at Justin's standards. Send that clip to uh, Katy Perry. I didn't yes. mean that watching anime makes you weird. Oh, I mean, theming I an entire it, music be, video oh. around anime is kind of weird. Hmm. Whatever. I don't... Judge me all you want. I don't care. Um, She said she's visited the Pokemon Cafe in Japan while on tour. Um... Uh, yeah, anyway, the the whole point is, like, this is Pokemon's 25th anniversary, they're doing a whole bunch of things, um, and this was one of the, the higher profile, uh, things that came out of it. It's going to be an actual, like, uh, was it a concert or an event? Let's see. Universal Music Group, um, accompanies fan-focused activations... What fan focus activations? That's yeah, that's stupid. that's the buzzword that everyone's using these days. I guess so. Fan focus activate. Oh, no activations. God, sounds- oh, not not just fan focus. It's just activations. no. The buzzword the buzzword is activations. Yeah, that's, that's uh, here dumb. we go. Okay. Headlined by pop icon Katy Katy Perry, the star studded program created in partnership with. Okay, so yeah, it's a program uh, that will include rising artists and uh, award winning global superstars. Uh, called P25 Music. Um, They're making Pokemon music? With Katy Perry as a headliner. Hmm? Are they covering Pokemon music? Sounds like it. That's cool. Or or music that's like songs specifically about Pokemon new stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, remember how banging that, like, Pokemon 2000 soundtrack was? It was awesome. I didn't have Blink-182 or something on that? (laughs) It had like it's a great soundtrack. Um, I'd have to look it up again because I I listened to it all the time when I was a kid. I lost like, I interest would... in Pokemon around that time. I was just like, I'm. A lot of people did. Oh, that soundtrack a lot of so people good, did. Though. Hold on, Pokemon 2000 soundtrack. Sounds like it might like the soundtrack the... though. So yeah, it's great. Yeah, I mean, that movie was actually pretty good. The people though. that were on it was it, good. Um. Oh yeah, there's the there's a Weird Al song on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's cool. O Town, O Town. Now we're talking. Yeah, uh, Blink, I think Blink One Eighty Two did the opening theme for it. I think I don't see them on here. I, I thought you were right too. It's been but... twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> Pokemon movie sound. Maybe it's a different soundtrack. Like the first movie, you know? Maybe that was. Cause I know a band did like a cover, did like a new theme for the movie's intro. Okay, hold um, on. I think I think I was thinking of the first movie. Because we've got Britney Spears. 
All right. Uh, 98 degrees. Okay. Um, M to M, which were like a big deal back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christina Aguilera. Oh, yeah. In sync. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willa Ford, another big oh, one back then. Dude, you're just hitting up my wheelhouse right here, man. Yeah. Aaron Carter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Aaron Carter. Oh, I had yeah. a fucking yeah, CD method. of this when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah I was thinking of the first movie. Growing up, huh? For sure. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, the second, the the 2000 soundtrack is pretty good too. But like, this one's insane. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't remember the 2000 soundtrack. I just remember only song <clears throat> I remember from two, for the first one is "Brother, My Brother." Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, that's a very good one. Anyway, pretty good. The point is, there's a lot of really good Pokemon music out there. Yeah, they've collabed with like popular artists in the past. So that this isn't really anything new. It's just been yeah. a while. It has it's been a while. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so keeping it in the Nintendo wheelhouse, we'll jump into uh, the Super Nintendo World theme park area gets uh, an jump. official opening date. Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like you're rating the title wrong. Um, oh wait, there's an update here. Delayed. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the <new> story. <laughs> was that a bit or? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was ignoring that part. Good. <laughs> I was waiting. Um. So yeah, we talked. The reason I put this in here is because we talked about this before about how they probably <clears throat> shouldn't open in the middle of a pandemic, and now they're not. <laughs> well, um, it's because pr- this was open in February, right? Yeah, February 4th. Yeah. They have yeah. indefinitely delayed the opening after Osaka Prefecture uh, declared a state of emergency due to the pandemic. Yep. It's sad yep. that it took declaring a state of emergency for them to be like, maybe we shouldn't open in February. <laughs> yeah, Japan, I don't know how it's going on over there. I guess they put in a state of emergency, but like, yeah, Japan... Yeah, Japan's weird because like they're actually like they they have like sports and stuff going on. Like people are going yeah. to stadiums. Well, they did. They had a better from what I understand. They had a better. They had done a better job of containing it. It's just that they had they had two people from the UK who had that new strain. Mm. So a lot of it has to do with that. And then okay. the case in cases are starting to rise for them now, which there's only so much you can do, right? <clears throat> yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I know it was it, it was uh, ramping back up in China, but I hadn't heard about Japan. I mean, this this is good news. Like they should they shouldn't have planned to open in the first place. So at least something stopped them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's kind of a bummer because like I wanted to see videos from it. You know, like I didn't think it should open, will. but I wanted to see more. Like I wanted to see people going there and like getting footage of the rides and stuff, so I could live the. We will. It'll that. it'll happen one day when maybe who knows? Yeah, someday we'll maybe I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully they don't yeah, close right. it before it opens. Yeah. That suck. Now, if that happens, everything else is just closing. And we're all just going to live inside our houses for the rest of our lives and never leave. I mean, I'm already used to that. I have a flat tire, so I can't go anywhere. Just change it. It's yeah, cold, you, you, man. You, can't, you don't know a, a mechanic service that can come out? They don't need, You don't need to be with them doing changes the tire. No. Just give them the lug nut key. I yeah, don't, I don't know anyone. I had a window broken. I just called a guy and he came and fixed yeah. There's it. probably like like some dude you can call to come to the come to your house and be like, "Can hey, you just change tire for me?" 
I actually, I looked up, this is totally unrelated to the news, but um, I looked up, like, on Walmart.com, because they have, like, you know, grocery delivery and stuff. I was going to see if if they could deliver me a tire. (laughs) Just one tire. Just one tire. No, two tires. You have to get two. Yeah. Um, And my tires are cheap, so I'm fine getting two. But, like, I have small, like, it's it's a Prius, so they're small-sized tires. But there's a stupid variety of them. So like yep. I didn't know I didn't want to go outside because it was snowing. I didn't want to go outside and check what my current tires were. Bro, I could fucking tell you which tires to buy. Shit. No, I mean I know the size, but I'm saying like there's like not the fifty si- different types in that size. That's what I'm talking about. I could tell you. He's That's an what expert. I'm talking. You think I'm just? I dude, I worked that. That was my. I, I know. Was I was gonna ask you, but I decided not to even look into it. We have to. <laughs> we have to get out tomorrow anyway. It's fine. I'll go. I'll go get some here with my expert tire advice. On what kind of tires he should get. And then... Nah! Not a one. I'll get a picture of my tires tomorrow and send it to you. How about that? Just just this... get Goodyear. There you go. That's my unsolicited advice. Just get a Goodyear tire. You'll be fine. This has been Tire Talk with Justin and Ben. <laughs> <laughs> hand, hand, I mean, like I could recommend you really extensive tires. I could do that. I mean, my don't average Michelin. tire don't costs get like 50 bucks. They're small. Don't Yeah, don't get Michelin tires. That's, that shit's overrated. Just don't get Good that. Cool. Why did we get on tires? Uh, because you brought it up. I'm tired of this topic. Let's move on. Yeah, so let's move on into another tired topic. Uh, Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Star Wars games is to be rebranded under Lucasfilm Games banner. And they came out. Yay! With, yeah, and they have like third party deals now. Like I guess the EA deal exclusivity is up. So now they have a third-party deal now with Ubisoft for uh, an open-world game. Uh, it's going to be from Massive, which did the Division, which is solid quality in my opinion. So, uh, I think I this is all really good news. Yeah. Like the Lucasfilm film games logo went away, like around the time the EA deal started, and like everyone wondered why they would like abandon that because, I mean, yeah, Star Wars was under. EA, but, like, there's still everything else that Lucasfilms did, like, you know, Escape to Monkey Island and all those things. Um, I've got some of those games on my arcade cabinet. Like, not uh, not Monkey Island, but, like, <laughs> yeah, some Lucasfilm say, games. Yeah. You know, titles. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, it's a good sign that they're bringing that back, because it, it shows that they yeah. see viability in, uh, in the entire Lucasfilm, like, property line. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. we'll get some more diversity again. Not yes, that the EA did totally much... a bad job. I mean, we got uh, Jedi, Fallen Order, and squ- Squadrons in the last year. Yeah, Those absolutely. But it took fucking forever to get to that point. Yeah, after two abysmal after after two abysmal misfires. Right. Um. That that was the problem. Um, and remember, we only got Jedi Fallen Order after the canceled uh, uh, Amy Hennig game, Star Wars yeah, thirteen, the, the 13. one that was the bounty hunter one. Yeah, yeah. which sounded awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. who was going to be the Mandalorian before the Mandalorian? Um, <laughs> yeah, it was probably. <laughs> so, like, it's it's never good for the exclus- exclusivities like that, especially not when that exclusivity is with EA. But um, yeah. well, yeah, like I like that. NFL not license. only did that deal end, but now we're going to get a whole like branding of Lucasfilm properties through all these different developers. Please, please make fucking Star Wars games for Switch. Exclusively for, like, maybe not exclusively, like, please. <laughs> like, 
like, come on, dude. It's like, yeah, we got the old N64 and PS1 shit games that nobody likes anymore. But, um, like, come you on. Shut up about Episode 1 Racer. The game's shit. And so is the <laughs> Jedi Knight, whatever. Those are the game's good. also shit. No, they're no, not. Yes, they, they are. are. Uh, no, no. Have they you were... played them recently? Yes, I have. Did you, did you, did you waste 10 bucks on them? Cause I did. Uh, I bought them when, now, when games. they first came out. They were great. Mm, I have them on PC and they're, they're not. They're, oh, they're fine. <laughs> they're trash. The, the Rogue Squadron games trash. hold up though. N64 trash. Well, the N64 version, that's trash. PC version's great. Isn't that what this version's based off of? I don't know, whatever. <laughs> um, but we're not just getting Star Wars, we're also gonna be getting a new Indiana Jones game from Machine Games. Um, they are the uh, one, the, they're, they're, the... they're the spinoff from Machine Gun Games, and, uh, Machine Games did, uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood, and that's about it. Um, mm. That's a good game, though. It's, I just, okay. I, I wanna, I, ha- I love and hate this announcement. I love it because, like, holy shit, an Indiana Jones game coming soon. Also, I hate it because it's Bethesda. It's a, it's been the people who made the Youngblood Wolfenstein game. It's gonna be first person, and that's an automatic, almost as, almost like just, oh, like, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm like, come on! <laughs> I was gonna say, if they basically, like, did Uncharted again, because I, I feel like that series is probably over, um, it could be a, a big deal, but yeah, if they go first person, that's gonna be weird. Like, and also Harrison, like, cause like, it's gonna be weird, cause they're not gonna, Harrison Ward's not gonna do it. I no. guarantee it. Yeah. Like, it's gonna be weird to hear indie. It's not as Harrison Ford, I'm sorry. We're gonna have to get used to that, cause he's like a geriatric old man at this point. He's got one That's more why they shouldn't make any more movies. That's yeah. why I won't see any more indie movies, so that's, that's not a problem for me. But, like, if I wanted to play the game where he's a younger person, theoretically, yeah. I, like, that'll, that'll be an adjustment, uh, if, if anything. But, like, I also won't be able to play the game because I'll be vomiting up my ass while trying to solve a temple puzzle or some stupid shit like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I hope it's not as action-heavy as uh, Wolfenstein was. Because, like, I don't know, it doesn't seem to, like, Indiana Jones doesn't, like, yell out mowing gun, like, gunning down tons of Nazis to me. No. Uh, it's more of like no, a, I mean, a swashbuckling that, that, adventure, you know? Yeah. yeah. There's that famous scene where, like, the dude is, like, doing the sword tricks and, like, he just pulls out his gun and just shoots, shoots him. him once. Like, he <laughs> just, like he, yeah, just, like, done. Yeah. Well, that's why I think, like, it would be better as an Uncharted clone. Like, that's what they should try to, you know, uh. I mean, do you mean, like, with the constant shootouts? Because, like,. Well, because Uncharted like, isn't think just does. action. Like, it's got the the exploration and kind of the puzzle solving and, like, the, you it's know, like Tomb Raider action sorts. So you want Tomb Raider, then? Well, I, I feel like you Uncharted. Want, oh, if anything, you're describing old school Tomb Raider. You're not describing Uncharted. You're describing, like, PS1-era Tomb Raider, which that would be fine. Because that's actual exploration with a few gunfights. Other than, like, monster, like animals you have to deal with that are enemies every now and then. I don't know. I feel like Uncharted and Tomb Raider are two sides of the same coin. Not, not, not OG Tomb Raider. No, but like modern day Tomb Raider. I would say, I say, I would say for this, go with OG Tomb Raider. Go with that idea. I feel like that's too slow new... for modern gamers. Well, take that idea of exploration. Focus it more on the exploration aspect, puzzle aspect versus guns. 
Because that's what I think yeah. of with modern with with Uncharted and modern Tomb Raider. It's it's mostly gun focused with the occasional puzzle, which is fine. But you want to make it indie, make it exploration pure, make it a lot more exploration based, like the original Tomb Raider games were, which were right. inspired from Indiana Jones. Sorry, but I still don't think that would that would be catered to first person. You do first person, for yeah. That's the, first. Yeah, I don't. know. That's that's the weird part, right? Yeah. Maybe mean, they'll shock us all. It'll be a third game. person indie game. I don't know. So I did a little bit of a uh, Google sleuthing, and I looked up Ancient uh, Circle, which is one of the books, and it's uh, like an old stone circle made in either Egypt or China. So there's a couple destinations that are, in theory, could be going to, which would, would be really cool, like ancient China, ancient Egyptian. Oh yeah, I see it. Stuff. What's the other? Yeah. What's the other? Just, just let me punch Nazis. Just let me punch a Nazi. <laughs> That's all I want. Let, let, no, let, oh yeah, there's definitely going to be some Nazi, Nazi shooting. Because come on, stones. I think it says stories. That's, it's a, stones. that's a generic book. This is stories. It's definitely stones. No, okay, it's, whatever. It's going to end with in the Indiana Jones finding one of the Infinity Stones. <laughs> <laughs> that's the crossover we need. Indiana Jones and. Marvel. Uh, so speaking I of cro- am indie. <laughs> so speaking of crossovers, uh, fighting games have crossovers. Oof. Which one are we doing? <laughs> Wait, which one are we doing? Uh, whichever know. one you want to do. Oh, okay. I was like, what cro- did, did I... Okay, um... Uh, so I'll, I'll go ahead and do the Capcom Cup one first because it's faster. Uh, so originally Capcom Cup was supposed to be early February. Uh, it was actually going to be in the Dominican Republic. Um, they were going to fly out all the quality, I think it was 12, I can't remember the exact number off the top of my head, but they, uh, several qualifiers were going to be flown out. It was going to be a secure part of the island. They were going to have strict testing. There's a whole detail about they were doing it. But once I heard that there was a state of emergency for Japan, I kind of saw this on the wall. And I think everybody did, so here's Capcom's official statement. Uh, due to the rising case of COVID-19, we have unfortunately made the decision to cancel Capcom Cup and the Street Fighter League World Championship scheduled for February 19th through 21st. While we strongly believe that we could have executed a great event with limited risk to players, staff, and crew, we have reevaluated this as the situation has evolved, the state of this global pandemic has heightened. Uh, in its place, uh, we will be producing an online-only season final. There will still be able, there will still be able to highlight the best players from the season. All the players who won an online premiere will be invited to participate in the final, and we are in the process of reaching out to all eligible players to secure their participation. Uh, of course, details are on CalcomPro.com. Uh, we like to thank the fans, players, and FGC for supporting Calcom Pro Tour throughout the challenging season. Uh, the community deserves a platform to celebrate their persistence in challenging years, so our goal is to deliver the, that on February 20th and 21st. So yeah, there is, there will, for the first time since 2013, there will be no physical Capcom Cup, which is, I'm sad, but the writing was on the wall. You know, it, it just didn't feel like, especially because this isn't just like getting players from North America, like say for our Mortal Kombat tour where the demographic is primarily American. You get players from Japan, uh, South America, Europe, and of course the United States. That's just probably you know like a little bit too much. Even though they they again they ha- they show that they were going to be rigorous with it. Uh, it's probably for the it's for the best. It sucks, uh, but it, you know, um, better to do that than to risk causing a potential outbreak and sending people home 
um, with potential with the coronavirus, um, which that probably wouldn't be good. Um, but uh, if anything, it probably means that we'll get Dan Hibiki around that same time period. So uh, the problem is the Street Fighter V's online is ass. So uh, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, so the other thing being is uh, this is about the code of conduct that was just kind of rolled out. Uh, this is actually talked about last year. Um, uh, we kind of hear hard things about it. Kind of got, I think it got disbanded at one point. Um, but this is from Kotaku. Uh, members of the fighting game community on recently unveiled a code of conduct. Um, much like a similar, uh, and like I said, in December 20, they disbanded. Uh, it was in the Smash community that they disbanded. Uh, the document list is a common sense of rules that include a firm stance against several forms of abuse, harassment, hygiene standards. That's I can guarantee which that one's pointed at, <laughs> and procedures for when uh, these terms, um, uh, these terms are violated. Uh, pushback was perhaps unsurprisingly swift after the competitive fighting community prides itself on maintaining a sphere that harkens back to the arcade era. <sighs> Get the fuck out of here, dinosaurs! And those with those ethos to be assholes were naturally threatened by the guidelines that ought to keep them in check. Our old piecemeal system to put too much pressure on individual tournament organizers or TOs to make community-wide decisions and incentivize a dogpiling type environment that nobody enjoyed, said uh, David Ultra David Graham, who's one of the bigger influencers in the FGC. Uh, he's actually a lawyer uh, and a longtime fighting. So, like, he was he was he had a hand in this. A uh, longtime fighting game player and go, uh, governing sovereignty wrote on Twitter. Having more, but not exclusively, uniform rules and enforcements can avoid these problems. That's just to say there wasn't a good faith group system. Some feel the signatory list is to focus on the West Coast. Can we stop doing this? Um, Jesus Christ, it's not the 90s anymore, uh, for instance. But the majority of online reactions felt obviously nitpicky for the sake of sowing doubt and confusion about something that should be overwhelmingly positive, or at the very least worthy of the work to necessarily improve language languishing goals. Um... So yeah, pretty much there's an FGC code of conduct that you can read. It's there. And of course there's fucking discourse. And of course there's people who are like, oh, there's not enough East Coast. I'm like, oh my God, can we just stop living in the 90s? Like, I swear to God, dude, I, I, there's some FGC heads that I follow. I swear to God, you think it's like the mid 90s and it's just like, oh, East Coast is best coast and West Coast. Like, shut the fuck up. It's on, it, it doesn't matter anymore. It literally doesn't matter more. You guys <laughs> move all the time. Stop it. Just stop. Oh my god! One of your one of the, one of the biggest assholes I hate in FTC NY Christie. He's just on the fucking West Coast. Tell me how that make fucking makes sense. Shut up! Shut up! Stop with this coast by shit. This is good. It's a start. It it can go from there, but it's a start. And considering what happened, namely in Smash, but it it probably happened in other communities. Let's, let's be real here. This is not just a Smash only problem. It's a good thing. It's it's a good thing to have this. Um and and honestly. So what is this for? Is it for like tournaments, like in person stuff? It's for tournaments. So like, basically, it's yeah. So like, like the big tournaments, like you know, they've like, never just they've name, like, never the, had a code of conduct before, like at Evo or something. It's pretty much like like each tournament would have like their own kind of rules. Like, okay, here's our rules. So now this is like a kind of governing body. Okay, it's not like a body, but like a document. Like these are the these are the rules that every big tournament will uh, abide by. I mean, it's not like. Like I guarantee you, there are probably some smaller tournaments that could just do whatever they did, whatever the fuck they want. And yeah, because they're small. They have no, yeah, their audience isn't. That yeah, big. versus like, like say your like 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 say your combo breakers, your CEOs, those probably have a lot more of a standard, so they held themselves to their own. So now it's pretty much this whole thing that everybody should uh, abide by, um, which I think is a good thing. Um, 
Also, especially seriously, and this fucking wash your ass. Like seriously, um, I did enjoy those. I did enjoy those those memes of like you know one of them is the hygiene thing. And your balls. Yeah, like no seriously, but I love combo breaker. Let's just say I like I thought the whole like Smash players don't bathe thing was a myth. Nah, dog. I oh, went over there to try to get real. some sets. I'm like, you know what? I'm good, dog. I'm gonna go play Street Fighter over here because as the, I don't remember Street Fighter or the or um. You have a hotel room. It's right there. You have a. You have no excuse. I'm sorry. Wash your ass. That's it. I'm done. I'm sure there's some nasty ladies out there too. So everyone, wash oh, up. I, yeah. I'm sure, but I guarantee you most of it's dudes. For sure. Wash your ass. And wash your. Fat. Yeah. Wash everything, but wash and balls and wash your just ass. Wash everything. Like <laughs> full body wash. Don't just focus on the genitals. Wash your ass. Just, just do it. <laughs> You scrubbing, the little scrub, scrub. Wash your ass. Just wash it. Give a little rub. Give a little tack. Wash your ass. I'm done. Sorry. Put a little finger in there and you know see if you like it. <laughs> that's our that's our PSA for today. Wash, <laughs> wash your ass. Wash your ass. <laughs> yep. Uh, so speaking of ass, so, uh, Cyberpunk this episode. Yeah. What was that, Justin? That's the title of this episode. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Okay, are we gonna go over throughout the for the whole history? No, of the no. I thing? I just think we should just. I don't. Care. Yeah. Because okay, in fifteen minutes, Jason Schreier has like a a document coming out, and people are suspecting it's gonna be like the behind the scenes mm. stuff at uh, CD Projekt Red. So we might talk about it more next week. We don't know. But for now, we'll no, just let's vamp for 15 minutes and then read it live. It'll be great. Yeah, uh, except I don't want to read a document. No, we're not, do, we're not doing that. Because um, <laughs> I, I want to play Hades. No, um, I know, I'm joking. Okay, so we'll just start with the tweets and then we'll go from there. Uh, so, so so this is coming from Cyberpunk Game. Uh, Dear Gamers, below you'll find CD Projekt Red's co-founder's personal explanation of what the days leading up to launch, the Cyberpunk look like, share the studio's perspective on what happened with the game, old generation consoles. Uh, I didn't watch the video, it's five minutes long. Um, but for more details about the <laughs> progress being made on Cyberpunk 2077's uh, further development, including information about updates and improvements, free DLCs, and more. Please wait. And they put up a, a roadmap. Um, yeah, we got a roadmap for it. So they're going to have patch 1.1 and 1.2 coming out early this year. Uh, then <laughs> multiple updates and improvements for the rest of the year, including free DLCs and next-gen console updates coming uh, later of 2021. Um, yeah, second half. Look, based on that map, it looked like second half 2021. Yeah, late. Um, that's about it. Oh. Uh, uh. One thing that they said in the, cause I watched the video, but one okay. thing they said that like, I find re- and I think everybody kind of agrees with it, is I, I, I find it, like they said, like, we didn't see any glitches in the PS4 version. I find that fucking hard to believe. No way. That, yeah, that's, that's a fucking probably, lie. Yeah. I, I'm like, I bet the QA you- testers are like ripping their hairs out. They were, no, we told you. Oh yeah. Again, <laughs> I guarantee you any QA tester who saw this video was probably like flipping their screen off or something. Or yeah. Like, Fuck you. Pissed. Like, come on, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Telling me, I imagine the QA testers being like, "We found all the bugs. You ignored them. Yeah. Pretended yeah. they didn't exist." Yeah, that's just how from what goes. I know about QA in general. You know, yeah, yeah, that's that's like everything in general. Yeah. Um. 
yeah, we might have more to say on this next week, depending on what happens. Uh, if not, I'll dig up some articles and we'll go over the whole cyberpunk thing because it's a big thing. The cyberpunk it saga. It happened while we were away, basically. Yeah, all, uh, all this shit, yeah. The big-ass shitstorm, yeah. So, we'll see. Uh, the, the stuff with the refunds, issues, uh, everything. So, um... Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll I'll dig up some articles and go into it if the if Jason's thing isn't about that. So, because uh, I think we need to be prepared in order to talk about that. Yeah, you um, get to do the reading. Right. Yeah, and I am not prepared right now. So, oh, uh, yeah, we're never prepared. We're honestly, yeah, That's we're true. never prepared. But I I should be prepared for that. Uh, so moving on into something a little bit lighter. Uh, Axiom Verge's first free update is a randomizer mode for speedruns. That's so cool. cool. That's is really cool. When did this game come out? Twenty thirteen, sixteen. Jeez. Oh, yeah, it's like eight years or something. So that sounds right. Yeah, it's been out for a while, dude. No, six years after its release. Yeah, I know. So I own a physical copy for the PC version. Fourteen, fifteen, something like that. Yeah, like the the developers, you know, pretty much entirely moved on to Axiom Verge two, um, which I hope is still coming this year. And uh, like, there's never been any updates or anything to the game. Like, it launched, let's say flawless. Like, <laughs> uh, because <laughs> you know there, were, there there weren't any like like substantial like you know it wasn't a live service game or anything. So that that's the they weren't the, lying about yeah. anything. Right. No. Um, but he's just like, hey, sorry for the delay. Here's a randomizer mode. <laughs> um, which basically, like, it doesn't randomize the entire game. Uh, it randomizes what, uh, what upgrade is where. So, like, you have to, uh, change, like, you know, where you go on the static map based on what items you find in each location. Um, which is pretty much how randomizers work. But, like, some randomizers, like, they completely change up everything, and it's it's insane. Yeah. Um, but, like, I might have to check this out, because that's kind of cool. But I also, like, I've only played it and beat it once, so I'm not sure I'm equipped for a, a randomizer <laughs> in this game. Yeah. No, you have to be, like, that's why I never want to touch those games, those versions of those games. It's just... Yeah. I tried to do a randomizer of Super Metroid, but I got not even blocked. Yeah, that's exactly why I don't want to do that shit. It's because like the RNG ness is you're gonna get stu- the odds are you're gonna get stuck somewhere. Right. Why fuck with perfection but, people? Stop doing that. It's for I, people that play the game like fifty times and know everything. They want something new. Yeah, it's to give a new experience. For like speedrunners and stuff. Mm, I want new experience. It's um, a niche community, yeah. but it, let them have fun. I, I, have, I have a game, video man. idea like the like <laughs> the the surgeons the surge, I guess. Of uh, randomizers and like the importance in the speedrunning community and stuff, but I need to like actually do some research and stuff for it, so I've been putting it off. But like, mm-hmm. this is a perfect example of like just throwing out a free update for a game that didn't have that. You know, a lot of it's like ROM hacks and stuff of old games, but this is like <clears throat> he understands the community, he knows like you know the appeal of Metroidvania games and speedrunning. He's like, here, this is for you, and that's yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now it's only for the PC versions of the game, so Epic and Steam. Um, the mode will hopefully be coming to console later. Uh, 
and it sounds like Epic Games users will just get the game for free. Wow. It was already given out for free at one point. Oh, it says Epic Game Store users will find a beta version of Axiom Verge with the new mode automatically in their library. Oh, okay. That's they neat. didn't mention anything about Steam users getting this mode? Well, it said PC, uh, so I would assume Steam. Oh, sorry. No, that's not saying they get it. It's like it's it's in beta, like with the new mode. Oh, it's telling them how so to get it. So they have to, yeah, they have to like have to go the to the beta version to yeah. get the randomizer update. Okay, that makes sense. All right. Uh, so next, last news story for today is uh, Resident Evil Village first gameplay reveal showcase announced. And how does it look? We're talking about an announcement of an announcement. Yeah, but I mean, there is some footage in the announcement, so that that's you know, it's legit. But, I I, is uh, it, I didn't know because I just like, oh, is that all this is? Okay, ignore. Yeah, it's a little thirty second, like, hey, we're announcing an announcement. Um, but it's, it's two like, minutes below. It's got that. gameplay footage in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, the point is, there will be a Resident Evil showcase on January twenty first. So next Thursday, which means we'll definitely be covering this again next week. Um. That will be giving a guided tour of Resident Evil Village uh, with first ever gameplay footage. And here's where we have Las Plagas. And then if we go and... down over here, that's the bell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely like related to Resident Evil 4. But um, there will also be more Resident Evil news, which is the part that kind of intrigues me. Like, are we going to get, you know, movie, TV show footage or is it like other games? Oh, yeah. We're going to get cloud versions show. of Resident Evil 7, 2, 3 remake coming to Switch. That's why. That's my, <laughs> that's my, that's my, I best. mean, 7 already came to the Switch, but we didn't uh, get it. N- yeah, not in America because our internet is trash. Right. But like the, the, like I said, the announcement here does have a little bit of footage and it looks, it looks cool. Like you're mostly in a mansion. There's some cool characters. Um, that's that's the thing. I yeah. don't know the context, but I'm intrigued. Yeah, I just saw the image of the vampire lady and how big she is. Yeah, she's huge. Like, why is she so big? Mm. Is it like a perspective thing, or is she just a large? No, she's lady? she's she's just that tall, dude. She's a vampire. She looks like she wants to crush you, <laughs> and I can. wouldn't say no. Yeah, she can. <laughs> yes, yes, madam. Please. Uh, yes, please. Oh, Honey, God. it's time for your three M's crushing on. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> As you wish, madam. Uh, so that's it for our show for tonight. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Uh, Justin, where can people find you? You can find me if you look for Zero Score on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, all that good stuff. Um, I just put out a video today as of this recording on my predictions for Zelda's 35th anniversary. Um, I had fun putting that together, just kind of a quick, quick and dirty. Um, although, it was intended to be quicker. I put more effort into some things than I probably should have for how quick I wanted to get it out. But whatever. I was <laughs> The main thing is I was, I was worried about, like, you know, sometimes you, like, record these things and then trailers come out and you're like, well, crap, all of my predictions are done. <laughs> um, so I was like, I gotta get it out before Nintendo possibly ruins it. Yeah, but I have a feeling we're not going to hear anything until after March, so we'll see. Ben, you can 
Find me at twitter.com slash Marvelous Iggy for all things related to the Marvelous One. And similar to Justin, which honestly, if I know he was putting out a Zelda video, I probably would have held mine back another week. Um, I put it out after Whatever, yours. it's out. Huh? I put it out after yours. No, but like I would have just, you know, just like I would have just put it next week. It's all. That's all. Um, but I was, whatever. Either way, I, I, I did a Zelda video this week too. Um, <laughs> I talked about it in December. Um, uh, Zelda music in me. It's my, I, cause I don't know honestly if I'm going to do more 35th anniversary stuff. I don't have plans for my fucking videos. Who do I look like? Justin? <laughs> no. Um, I just do whatever the fuck I want. Uh, cause it's it. a hobby at this point. Um, and honestly, I think that's what makes my videos great. In all honesty, anyways, um, I basically talk about oh, Zelda my music. videos aren't great because I have a plan. You dick. Yeah, yeah. You have structure. I don't have structure. Um, and your and structure is always better. Uh, I yeah, I did it on Zelda music and me. I basically kind of talk about um my favorite tracks in Zelda and like I I I. It's simple, right? But basically my ethos is like, I wanted to put like the tracks underneath as I, as the music play. I think I did a good job of having them loop and like, I, I, as I was recording it, I basically, uh, tried to transition as best as I could between tracks. And so I, I think it turned out pretty well. I'm actually really proud of a video. And Thomas, I fucking saw you in chat, uh, saying that I was <laughs> making you cry. Um, uh, thank you for that. It was a very emotional video. Uh, because honestly, like I said, with these Rambo videos, I don't talk. I don't write anything down. I kind of just go and I don't stop. Um, that was fun. Uh, but I do have a plan of what I'm going to talk about in my next video because I talked about it earlier. And hopefully I'll have beaten it by that point. Um, but my next video is going to be on Hades because I have to. Like, I have to talk, like, do a more in-depth video on this game. And plus, capturing footage for it would be super fucking easy. Because uh, it's just going to be a highlight package. Um, but at least I think it will be. Uh, but you can also catch me live at twitch.tv slash Iggy2814, where every Sunday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'm streaming live. <laughs> uh, we're currently streaming Owlboys on Sunday and, uh, Chrono Trigger on Wednesdays. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I was really happy with how the first Chrono Trigger, um, uh, turned out. I tried to name Chrono after Thomas, but he wouldn't have it. Uh, and also the, the, the number, the letter, the, the amount of letters in there were a little too you know, small. You know the reason why it wasn't working is because you still had a couple spaces that you had to backspace. God damn it! You <laughs> son of a bitch, you, you told me that? And you could have just told, you could have just called it Kane, but I wanted it to be you, so. Cause you're the okay, protagonist, fine. you're yeah, the main so yeah. guy. Sure, whatever. Okay, anyways, um, so yeah, there you go, there you go that. Uh, that, that's, that's, oh, and also Atomic Shot is officially back. Uh, Tyler and I have successfully recorded, uh, Godzilla, uh, 2000, which is the episode that's out right now. Uh, the second one, Godzilla Megagirus, I won't lie, there was some technical difficulty problems that both Tyler and I were suffering, uh, and why I have a new microphone, um, because the other one kept cutting out on me during the recording, so it's a bit shorter just because we were trying to basically rush through it. Um, but I still think we had a good discussion on it, in all honesty. So join us for that. But then, uh, for Godzilla vs. Megagirus, uh, this coming week. But please join us for the following week for Godzilla, King Ghidorah, Mothra, Giant All Out Monsters Attack, because I'm looking forward to that one the most. That's all for me. And you can follow me on Twitter as GamePlayStuff, also on Twitch as GamePlayStuff. You can visit charshot.com for audio, video, written content. You can email me, thomas.charshot.com. If you want to be a guest on one of our shows, let me know. 
Uh, review the show on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get podcasts. And uh, tell a friend that's how we grow. And I think the next like playthrough game I'll be playing on stream is going to be Resident Evil 3. So look forward to that. I'm going to see if I can hammer out some like <laughs> scheduled dates so I can do them. Says, also, me and Thomas are starting Halo 4 next week on my stream. I forgot to mention that. Yep. Woo! Uh, so you can catch that Thursdays. Yeah. What, uh, what body of water will you guys fight this time? I don't remember Halo 4, so we'll see. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a very non-memorable one for a lot of people. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. So that's what we're going to be up to. Check us out. And until then, guys, enjoy your games and have a good night. Wash your hands. I haven't said that in a while. And wash your ass.